This is Law of Attraction Explored. I'm your host, Tim Grimes. If you've been liking this show, then I suggest you take a look at my new book, The Law of Attraction Simplified, because that book really goes into a lot of detail about what we're talking about in all these episodes, and it gives a contextual framework that will deepen your understanding of everything we're discussing. You can find The Law of Attraction Simplified on Amazon, as well as all my other books. And for more information or to ask me a question, you can visit RadicalCounselor.com. Enjoy the episode. I hope I'm beginning to make it clear to you, if it wasn't already clear to you. And I know that for many of you it already was clear. That what we're pointing at with the Law of Attraction, at least in this show, and I would say in general with the Law of Attraction, when we're delving into the deep teachers and what they're teaching. What we're pointing out, what we're pointing out, and what we're pointing at is really beyond normal terminology, normal phrasing. So in other words, we don't want to get too hung up on particular terms. We want to get to that point where it's hard to describe what exactly is going on, but there's something mentally, emotionally, intuitively that we resonate with and we recognize as being true. And there's so many different ways of describing that. We don't want to limit ourselves by just using words in a very specific, certain way. Doing that can be very effective for various fields, but for what we're exploring, for the law of attraction, for work that is so inner and energetic-based, getting hung up on specific terminology is not necessary. And I mention this and talk about it a good deal because I've noticed that in my own practice of these principles and in working with many people on these principles, we get hung up on the terminology. As we've been going over, we get stuck a lot of the time if something is you know, too religious sounding for us, or if something is too practical or psychological sounding, we don't see as easily as we could see that most of this stuff is pointing all at the same thing. And you can use very psychological terms, like Kuei likes to do, for instance. You can use a lot of religious terms, like H. Emily Cady likes to do. And most of the time, they're really still saying the same thing or something very similar. And the more that you look at the law of attraction in this way, in this kind of broad spectrum way, the more comfortable you will be and just quickly understand that these principles all melt together beautifully. And when they don't melt together for whatever reason, that's interesting too. So again, we throw a bunch of stuff up onto the wall that interests us, and then we see what sticks. And it's totally fine if only 10% of the stuff that we throw up against the wall actually sticks. That's great. And so I thought today we could just go back and delve a little bit more into what Kuei says. Listen to Kuei's answer here from a, a broad spectrum viewpoint, okay? Don't get too hung up in the, in the specific terminology he's using. Because Kuei's broad answer is really what's so interesting and helpful. So again, Kuei was asked, in what way... Does your method differ from other methods? And he said, the difference in my method is that it's based on the principle that it is not the will 
which rules us, but the imagination. That is the fundamental basis. He goes on to say, Contrary to the common belief, it is not our will which makes us act, but our imagination, which is an unconscious being. If it often happens that we do act as we will, it is because we think at the same time that we can. If that not be so, we do exactly the contrary of that we will to do. For example, the more a person afflicted with insomnia determines to sleep, the more excited he gets, the more you try to remember a name which you seem to have forgotten, the more elusive it is. It only comes back to your mind if, instead of thinking, I have forgotten, you replace that thought by, I know it, I know it, I remember it. The more we strive to suppress a burst of laughter, the more violently the laughter explodes. The more a person learning to ride a bicycle wills to avoid an obstacle, the straighter he runs right into it. Kuei goes on to say, We must therefore endeavor to direct our imagination, which at present directs us. In this way, we easily become physically and mentally masters of ourselves. I'm going to repeat that last part again. We must therefore endeavor to direct our imagination, which at present directs us. You can view Kuei's answer in many different ways, but the overarching point is what we're, we're always talking about in this show, which is that what you think and believe and imagine consistently is what ends out showing up in your life. And one of the practical reasons that I always talk about coming back to this very moment, to the present moment of right now, is because when we become present, when we become okay, when we become at peace with this moment, the overthinking fades away and we become comfortable and feel good in the present moment. We are then thinking good thoughts. We are imagining good things when we feel present. So the reason we can always rely on the present moment, if we drop our judgment of it, if we drop the judgment of you know, how bad we feel or the crazy thoughts in our head, if we're able to just accept and drop that judgment and relax into the present moment, just relax into the present moment, if we're able to do that, which is not that difficult to do as we've gone over, even if your body doesn't feel great, even if your mind doesn't feel great, you can still just be here in this moment. And when we do that, we naturally are thinking better thoughts. We're naturally feeling okay. And we're imagining better things. And with our knowledge of the law of attraction and these principles, we should recognize that as a very manifestive state. A state where it's much easier to attract the abundance we want in our life, whatever it may be, just because we feel so good right now, just because we feel okay right now instead of feeling bad. Kuei said, We must therefore endeavor to direct our imagination, which at present directs us. We love to complicate things. And we love to get technical and use complicated terminology. For whatever reason, our mind likes to do that. Perhaps it's cultural, perhaps it's biological, perhaps it's just something else, who knows. But a lot of these teachings is just getting beyond that and working with your imagination. 
working with the ease of the present moment and being okay with the present moment instead of battling against it to solve something. We use ease because that's what helps us feel good right now. The present moment is good. And if we recognize that, recognize the ease of it, it basically just seems like common sense that we're going to get more of what we want in our life. <laughs>